0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Podcast where we like to reassure everyone that football is fixable. Alright?
1: Alright, right. right, Seth? Yeah? How All are right. you? You're good? Yeah, not bad. It's, uh, it's it's been tough for us, hasn't it? Uh, having to fix all this stuff as well as trying to live a normal life.
0: That's it. I mean, it's a burden. Yeah. But it's a burden we're willing to bear, isn't it? Yeah. These these shoulders uh, are willing to take the strain. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Those broad shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, no, absolutely. So um, we felt that. Um, well, actually, saying that, we were. considering there's so many things we need to fix we've been considering whether we look at refereeing this week or whether we look at other uh, other rules we've got like we want to look at fouls and things like that but there's one that kind of stood out that it's most weeks it seems to be talking about it i feel it needs addressing so
1: here we are what are we looking at Sess? we are looking at var var yeah yes think What's that sound for what's that uh the violent aardvark association
0: association <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> that's, that's, uh, uh, VAR.
1: Yeah, <laughs> did I say VAR oh, uh, right. well, in VAR, which case it's um, VAR with violent an R rehabilitation is what, oh, I it, see. what it is yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's silly of me to say association I, you're meant to be Captain Logic on this thing <laughs> yeah that's a good point, what was your nickname I can't remember Uh don't, know. don't have one at all no Mr. Mr
0: Arsenal You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Tony Adams had that one, though. Apparently, um, well, I say apparently he did. We called him it. Um, That's true. The great man. Um, so yeah, we're looking at VAR today. It's uh, it is a big one. This is um, something
1: that it, it's completely fixable because it is absolutely bronze. Yet again, if we weren't to be given knighthoods from last week, this is this is the one.
0: Yeah. yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I expect yeah. there'll be a letter in the post or something, like, yeah. sealed by His Majesty.
1: What is it, 100,000 petition, uh, signatures, isn't it, for the petition to go to Parliament? Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, ah, so... right. That's all we need, 100,000 really? followers. 100,000, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we hopefully were more than... Uh... <laughs> what was it we said last week? It was 12 or something,
1: wasn't it? Yeah. No. Well, the journey of a uh, 100,000 uh, signatures begins with one, so... Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what the Romans said. There you go. So um,
0: we're on our way to greatness. Um, so there we go. Yeah, we're probably going to, uh, you know, it's going to be headline y, I suppose, isn't it, this week? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a big, big topic. Um, and quite frankly, it needs fixing. So, well, let's get straight to it. Do we keep it or get
1: rid, Sess? For me, I've always been in Camp Keep, and I will remain in Camp Keep. What? Uh, what? But what if I persuade you to get rid? Oh, well, in which case, I'll, I'll get rid of it. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, OK. Right, that's yeah. fine. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I think I'll, I'll stay on Camp Keep Right, because, why should we keep VAR? Well, I'm going to talk about it in terms of outside football. Uh, I I don't just enjoy football. I enjoy uh, rugby, athletics, boxing, uh, cricket. tennis, cricket, Formula One, sumo. Uh, I even watch. There's... I watch a range of different sports, and I don't find football to be unique. I don't think... I hear a lot of football fans say football is different. It's, it's football different. Is, mm. Yeah. Football, it has so much more subjectivity. Football, it has more complexities. Football, you can't just uh, treat football the same uh, as the rest of the sports. I just think that's that's nonsense. Complete so, nonsense.
0: Okay. Do you honestly feel there's just as much subjectivity in,
1: in a lot of the... In the other sports. Yeah, in
0: those other yeah. sports when it comes to decisions on the pitch. And yeah, things. I
1: think so. I mean, you just have to look at... at rugby is the closest-looking sport to football in terms of... And it evolved from football. Didn't yeah, it, to, exactly. To and you have to... You Any football fan would have to agree that rugby has far more rules. There's, there's more rules in a scrum than there is in the entire game of football. And okay. the, the amount of subjectivity that comes out of these rules, it's mind-boggling. Okay. It's, it's, I'm not really a rugby fan in
0: general, so you might have to give me some examples as we go through then. So, yeah, yeah, I will do. Um, but I would
1: say that the reason why I'm pro-VAR is because I don't think VAR's the problem. VAR has been used in almost all other sports, and it's worked every single time. And I think it's the implementation of VAR which is the problem. You see, I'm in
0: the camp where I feel it's a bit more nuanced in the sense I feel VAR is partly a problem. So I agree with you. The rules need improving. The rules are so convoluted in some ways when it comes to the handball rule, the offside rule. I mean, you you agree with me that as it stands at the moment, the offside rule is not correct. I think right. Mm. So in terms okay. of, you know, we're now measuring, you know, eyebrows and eyelashes essentially. That's so minor differences. It's we've kind of lost what I mean. Why was I'll give you credit for this because you maybe sort of feel what? Why was the offside rule invented in the first place? And it was mm. goal hanging, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yes, the game has evolved, but when when we were growing up and going through school and stuff, I remember it was always the first offside rule that I remember was the clear daylight rule, where you know there's clearly you have to play it during the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you, you, there's a clear advantage then for the striker in that sense. Not during daytime. I mean. Um, yeah. So yeah, that clear daylight rule, where there's a gap between the Final defender and the forward, and you can understand okay, there's a clear advantage, it's a bit more of an up. Now we're measuring those minute details. And just, um, I think it was in preparation for this weekend, um, Big Ange, the, the top of the manager, actually said himself that we've kind of lost track of you know why VAR was introduced in the first place, it should be there for the clear and obvious, yeah, errors, you know. Mm. So, really, 95% of the time, VR shouldn't even. Be coming in, you know. A lot of these decisions being made, the subjective ones, are the refs. He's in. He's in the field at the time making these decisions. If he's made an absolute howler, he's or he's missed something, a handball that he might not have even seen. That's where VAR should come in. I feel VAR, as we all know, needs to go. So, um, <laughs> as we all know,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think
0: we all agree. So, VAR has to go. It's one thing for me is it's being someone who we enjoy goals, right? Everyone likes watching football, seeing goals scored. That amazing, euphoric moment. Now VAR's there, there's always that, even if it doesn't even get involved in the sense we don't notice it get involved, it's in your head now that, oh, hang on, I can't fully ce- I'm only celebrating 20-80% mm, yeah. at the moment, because it's taken that extra bit out of the magic, oh, this could be ruled out, that could be something I missed. Mm. Was it onside, though? Was it? Oh, it was onside. Oh, And it still feels great that we scored, but... You miss that
1: euphoria. Yeah,
0: an element of that, at least part of that euphoria. You don't mm. miss it it doesn't get rid of it entirely. But I think it it, it does actually take a bit away that kind of that special feeling yeah. of the greatest moment in a game when you're scoring goals and things like that. You know. Yeah. And I would argue that yes, you could speed the process up, but even if it is faster, it's still impacting on the flow of the game. It's still slowing the speed, the pacing, where we want a faster game. We want the rules to help the. The players, you know, speed up and the end-to-end
1: football and that kind of thing as well. So yeah. all those reasons together is why I would get rid of VAR. Yeah, you see, the the issue I have with that is that I've seen VAR work far too well for far too long in, in, a, in other another sport for decades, and the reason why football fans can't enjoy a goal, like you say, because of uh, VAR, maybe they'll uh give it maybe they won't factor the reason why that is is because VAR hasn't been implemented well it's not working in rugby for example they will check a try right but it doesn't stop people from celebrating because they know it's implemented well so that people when it's implemented well people know that VARs being looked after VAR at the moment for football is always on the back of people's minds is because it's not looking after the football, it's not looking after the fans, it's not looking after the players. Right. It's always something that is contradictory in a sense to what people want to the flow of the game. It shouldn't be something, I agree, it shouldn't be something that is used all the time um, and it shouldn't be relied on. But I think because key decisions keep going wrong, people aren't trusting VAR. Uh, and even even if you just think you know uh, of a referee, even before VAR came in, people were untrusting of most referees because of the decisions they've they well, made. Well, say untrusted. I mean, I just trying to remember now
0: the world before VAR. It's been such. <laughs> it's only been what four or five well, for years. For you, but
1: it was um, all sunshine and rainbows, and no decisions were ever. It was incorrect. certainly uh,
0: a much better world. But anyway, so I mean. Yes, there were weekends, I you know, maybe once a month. It felt like again no, looking back in. It's a week. It was no, just, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, don't be silly. So, <laughs> in terms of handballs and things like that, you'd think, oh, God, he's made a shocker there, or there'd be an offside or something. Um, VAR, you know, it's a game we love so much, and VARs. I think there's been so many rule changes and VAR coming in, and it's been there's been so much lately. I feel that. There's a part of football that's I, I worry is going to be lost, maybe, I don't know. What and another thing Ange I've quoted Ange a lot today, even you know Well you being in the being, so yeah. being in the enemy camp. Um, but Big Ange did make a really good point and he says, you know, VR V A R should not be re refereeing games and it just it seems yeah. to be doing that, you know. I just feel like at the moment it should if we are, it seems like we're gonna keep it in terms of well it's not unfortunately it's not our decision. But it it should be though. Oh absolutely. So yeah, I you know if if it seems like the we've made a leap that we can't go back. If you know if that is the case, it'd be really strange to suddenly get rid of VAR. But if it is staying, then in my mind, it needs to be much more um, of a a minor element of football. It needs to be it, you probably won't even hear about VAR in most games, kind of thing. The offside, I, okay. If it is staying, I mean, I would get rid of it. So that's where I stand. I'm not on the fence. I'd get rid of VAR. In terms of... So I get rid of the, the subjectivity and the, the goals and that kind of stuff. I don't mind... You might say this is VAR, but the um, goal line technology. Hmm. That was there before we had VAR as we know it. You you don't mind it. Do I don't do mind that? it. That okay. one's fine. That's objective. You don't get opinions and stuff like that. And it you want the facts. So if it's factual, I get it. That We can measure that. Let's have goal line technology. Offsides, if they are going to have... VR in any way. Offsides is, again, that's not subjective. That is, I don't agree with the way the rules are at the moment, so the rules would need changing, but in terms of the actual offside itself, because it's factual, you could say, okay, once we know what the rules are, yes, that was offside, no, it wasn't. And why can't we do what the Champions League seems to do with that kind of automatic or semi-automatic offside, as they call it, Mm. Um, which always seems much clearer.
1: Yeah, similarly with handballs, it's the rules, really, that need to be changed um, rather than VAR itself, isn't it?
0: Possibly, uh, yeah. And I think I would agree with you on that. I would say that one is more complicated because of the subjectivity element. Yeah. Um, unless you can change the rule to somehow make it
1: Yeah, well, this is objective. something that um, we talked about recently, where I think it's it's less to do with subjectivity and more to do with allowing people to argue subjectivity. Right. Uh, so, Please explain. Well, listen up. So this is, uh, let's take rugby as an example, um, because rugby, we can both agree, uh, implements VAR brilliantly.
0: Oh, I'll agree, because I don't watch
1: rugby. Yeah, you watch it week in, week out. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Now, great sport. (laughs) Well, when you uh, look at when they use VAR in rugby, when something happens, a high tackle, whatever it is, and the referee calls for VAR... Immediately, the screen shows what people at home see. So everyone in the stadium sees exactly what we see at so, home. So like a
0: replay of the moment, or yeah. So as right.
1: so, you can hear the ref actually saying to um, the the ref upstairs, or oh, can you go back a bit? Can you go back five seconds? Can you show me from a different angle? And all of that is showing on the big screen. So and that's the
0: other thing. You hear the ref as well. You, you hear the ref. S-
1: everyone yeah. in the stadium can see the reason why it stopped, what they're looking at why they're looking at it, and everyone at home uh, will be seeing that as well. So everyone's always involved, and they're informed. And I know that still stops the game. So in football, people like the game to be more flowing. However, rule number one, keep everyone informed as to why why you're stopping it. It'll stop that whole... Five minute period where
0: you stood there and being in stadiums, being in the Emirates, for example, in in recent seasons, you're standing there, okay. So, and sometimes when it's especially the longer that time period is as well, because it's very frustrating, even
1: if it's in your favour, you start getting annoyed with it, and you see the ref suddenly run to the side of the pitch and looking at a screen. So, I think number one, keeping people, everyone informed, all the audience informed, yeah, Yeah. okay. Also, number two, uh, the idea about the subjectivity. The ref makes a decision, and let's say the ref sends a player off uh, or, or gives them a yellow card, so they go in the sim bin for, uh, for 10 minutes. Okay. They are not allowed to talk back to the referee. So, this huge, hulking, six foot five player who the ref is about the size of their left leg <laughs> will right. not say anything, turn around, go into the sim bin. No arguments, even if they think they're in the wrong, they might be shaking their head as they walk off but okay. they're not allowed to talk back to the ref. And if they, if a decision is made by the ref, the players can't talk back, in which case the most of the fans won't really uh, complain about it. They know the rule. And so they will stay quiet about it, in which case the pundits uh, will probably stay quiet about it because it's the rule. So what happens if they do
0: talk back to the ref? You're saying it's just an absolute, you know, they just can't talk back to the ref. What yeah, if they do?
1: There must be cases where they do sometimes. The, I can't really remember a time when it got so bad talking back to the ref that he had to book him or anything. At most, I remember uh, Flatman for Bath once said, Oh, but ref, but ref! And the ref absolutely shut him down, and Flatman went, Oh, alright. <laughs> that's, oh, right, okay. that's about it. It's it's absolutely fantastic to watch. Nigel Owens is a fantastic uh referee and he was he was half the size of most of the players, but he'd be looking up and telling these <laughs> huge men to just shut up and get on with it. Oh, okay. And that'd be
0: it. Is there an element of it's more complicated because of the, the nature of the maybe the the kind of social backgrounds of the players compared to football is some say that football's more of a working-class game. and uh, Yes, but I think that's because... Not to say anything negative about working-class um, people or anything like that, having come from that background myself. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think, that, that, I think people of... play into
1: that because they, they use that as an excuse. Um, because people are allowed from grassroots, from anything, we played in Sunday League where the, the refs get absolutely hammered. You, you're allowed to pretty much start fights with people on the side of the pitch. It's, there's never been any kind of respect at any level of football.
0: So is that a cultural issue in football then, I suppose, so where rugby yeah. doesn't have that cultural problem?
1: Yeah, and because they don't have that problem, they won't really argue about subjectivity. Uh, I mentioned to you this rule before of the intentional knock-on in rugby. Right. So yeah. if, uh, if you and I are on opposing teams and you are passing the ball to one of your players, but I jump and try to reach for the ball. I just about managed to touch the ball, but I can't quite get it to come to me and it knocks forward. That is an intentional knock on. I get a yellow card and I'm off for ten minutes, just for that. And I, I don't like that rule, but it's a rule take it or leave it kind of thing. It's, it's just like, you don't it's inarguable. Yeah. I did I did commit that intentional knock on under the rules. The referee gives a yellow card. The player can't argue with that. So we'll walk off, the coach can't argue with that, the fans can't argue with that. There will all be some fans that are quite unreasonable uh, and will argue about it, there always will be, but the majority will say, well, it's the rule, that's fine, we'll get on with it. And because of that, none of the pundits argue, it's just a rule. In football, everyone is allowed to argue their case, but at any level, at any one. You see so many occasions when the players just absolutely surround the referee, push the referee. Absolutely no respect whatsoever. The fans, we know what um, the majority of fans mm. are, are capable of saying and doing when it comes to decisions. They're they're so hung up on bias, on rivalry, on hatred. That when it comes to subjectivity, you're always going to end up with arguments. I think the problem with football is that because you this this whole idea of oh you can't take away from the passion of football because they're so sensitive uh, with the idea that it could somehow ruin the passion of a sport they don't want to have they don't want to include this respect this idea this is the rule don't argue with it right okay and i don't think i think it's it's a silly argument to say it'll take away from the passion i don't know of any other sport where passion's being taken away just because of rules
0: and just to add a bit of context to this i mean you love football this oh, isn't this isn't yeah. you looking at football from the outside from other other sports saying no, football city. No, no. I don't get it. Football is my number one. Yes, yeah, and yeah, you absolutely love football. So it's really interesting hearing you explain. Yeah, you know, it just it just seems like how it's not a, how do you fix a culture? So we're, I mean, we're getting onto a broader topic there, really, and that's something we might need to look at another time. But. Um, the culture of football, is it in terms of if we just tighten the rules up where we make it an absolute you cannot talk to the ref otherwise and maybe the penalties are severe for the clubs, for the bands and things like that for the players. Yeah. That eventually it will like you often saying, don't talk back to the ref, you get sent off or whatever, and that will stop it. You know, people yeah. players will stop diving. If you send them off within hopefully a very short time, they'll stop diving. Yeah. That kind of, is it that approach you take, quite a
1: Yeah. A I would kind say of strict
0: so approach to it.
1: Yeah, we always say um, professional players are role models in a sense, so players will True, grow yeah. up uh, as a kid. You would look up at uh, certain players and use them as, a, as almost a template of the kind of person you want to be.
0: Seeing them trying to buy a penalty through yeah. diving or and speaking back to the ref is not probably the best example then.
1: Exactly. If yeah. you are a kid, and you're playing football and you just want to play football, you love football, but then you see all the parents screaming and shouting at the ref all the time, then you're going to grow up thinking that's normal. And then when you see uh, your favourite players on, on TV surrounding the ref, pushing them, screaming in their face, you're going to think that's normal, that's fine to do.
0: So really that's where some of the culture is formed at those early stages when you're growing yeah. up.
1: So... And I think they can hide behind this idea of, yeah, but it's a, a working... Working class. It's a passionate um, game. Yeah. When
0: it's... actually that's a bit of a cop-out, really, of an excuse, it isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, okay then. Well, let me phrase uh, the kind of question on VAR a little bit differently, then. So, is the problem with the rules, or is it the problem with the refs? Mm-hmm. Is refereeing a real issue here, or is it a simple fix? Change the rules and it'll make everything better.
1: Well, um, firstly, I think we need to look at refereeing before VAR. Right. Because... How so? Well, I remember, before VAR, there were so many uh, heated debates about refereeing decisions. The reason why VAR had to come in, they were saying... Growing pressure th- on the referees. Yeah, and uh, you, do you remember the number of offsides that should have been given that weren't, and vice versa? And they were saying, we need VAR to fix these problems. It's It's so simple to fix these problems. And so on and so forth. That that's why it, it came in. I think one
0: thing was that uh, I think it was Arsenal Chelsea game when the wrong player was sent off, and that's that's one of the main yeah. reasons, isn't it, why VAR is yeah. used to why Why does it exist? Yeah,
1: one of the original four reasons, principles or whatever. It yeah. Is. yeah. And I think. But that happened refereeing. once in, in how many years, you know ever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the, uh, that that's the problem. I think it was um, that I don't think refereeing standards were good enough anyway to begin with. Um, right. There were too many arguments about um, the decisions that referees made. And again, this will come, come back to this idea about we're able to argue about it because everyone's able to disrespect the ref, um, uh, like the point I made earlier. Mm. But refereeing standards I don't think were good enough. And we could say the rules might not have been good enough. But I well, think VAR so, yeah. had to come in for a reason. And I think most people... Before VAR came in, most people would have said VAR is a is a good idea before knowing what what came afterwards. Uh, most people would have thought, oh, uh, a way so that we can see definitively uh, an offside. Oh yeah, that's great. I challenge that.
0: I didn't want VAR from the very beginning.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, that's because you are uh, a very a backward a know, traditionalist.
0: Kind of I want football in its pure form. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no. That, jokes aside, I's uh, you know. Football was a great sport that I like. Not everything has to be measured down to a science, in my point of view. I just feel like, you know, football is an art. There are going to be things that frustrate you. There's That's what the beauty of it is as well. Hmm. You know, things go for you, things go against you. It's good to have debates and things. And yes, sometimes it would be infuriating when a handball or an offside or something went against
1: you. Um, but this is what I mean about... Um football not being unique it's not different to any other sport yeah imagine yeah. if in the 100 meter race um, we don't have um, slow motion replay or a photo finish and we say well we think Usain Bolt won but I mean 100 meter racing that that's mm. an art you know it was probably Justin Gatlin so we'll go with that and then you look at the um, footage later and you go oh no Justin Gatlin It was miles ahead. Oh, that was a mistake. But, you know, it's an art, so let's get over it. I don't think football is unique enough to just be able to push it away. uh, But it's
0: literally known as the beautiful game. You don't hear that about sprinting, do you? You you don't hear a boxing
1: fan say, you know what? You know what I think? Boxing isn't beautiful. Football is beautiful. No, football fans Well, they should. (laughs) And only pure football fans... Will call football different. One of the things that I hate hearing from uh, people is that uh, oh, that's just that's football, isn't it? That's uh, football's crazy game. uh, That you get crazy um, outcomes in football. You get that in everything. Uh, The only definitive, the only certainty in a sport is that Max Verstappen will win the Formula (laughs) One championship. Yeah, (laughs) that's uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair
1: enough. I, I would say. Um, to be subjective and not just look at football from a football pa- fan's point of view, I don't think you can just hide behind this idea that it's an art and you can't have accuracy. Because you can have accuracy in everything. I didn't really think until Hawkeye came in that you can have accuracy in an LBW decision in cricket. I thought it would always have to be subjective in terms of the umpire. Okay. There was this uh, rocky period I remember at the beginning where they were thinking, yeah, but can it truly be accurate? Can you rely on it? That just immediately disappeared, and people just agree with it. Now people just go with it. And that's the thing. If you have a rule, stick with the rule. Don't have a system where you, you're allowed to debate and argue with the ref, with the coaches, with everyone. Uh, and if that's the, the case... The rules then, rule
0: and just move on kind of yeah. thing. and Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, it's easy to say that when you're not in the moment and the emotions aren't driving you. But, no. but if you're saying that that <laughs> is applied in rugby, I'm sure the emotions yep. are in those moments. So. I, I
1: would say that uh, these hulking rugby players have emotion. Okay. Oh. <laughs> they have no, high emotion. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think passion They're gets They're quite sensitive, emotion, are they? Then. Oh, sensitive souls. yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, All right, then. Well, Mr. Um, Noah Tool, Captain Logic. <laughs> um, how do we fix VAR then if we if it is staying with us yeah. how do we fix it I've, I've got a few ideas if I'm forced to keep VAR which seems to be that like you're strong arming me into agreeing with that well yeah absolutely Well, how would you fix it then
1: how would I fix it
0: well, uh, what would you do to smooth this process out and is it in terms of focusing on those rules rather than VAR themselves or?
1: Um, a bit of both I think you'll go um, you're going to probably go in and a bit towards the rules side of things, uh, fixing the rules, and I agree with that, but I think the first thing they need to do, before anything else, is involve people where it worked. The audience, the fans, do you mean, or? No, 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 so, um. all right right, specialists. okay. I mean, rugby referees, for example, for years, and umpires in cricket, for years, decades, they've been using VAR correctly, um, if we use the analogy of a plumber, for example, we just say, you know what, let's start a plumbing company. Have we got experience? No. But let's just start a plumbing company and let's just go for it. And we start doing it. <laughs> we get everything wrong. And we think, oh, well, what we need, uh, we need someone experienced. We someone. need an expert. Yeah, but then right. we think, no, no, we'll do it ourselves. We'll keep trying until we can fix what we're getting wrong. Why don't we just go and get an uh, uh, apprenticeship? Why don't we... Uh, actually get the skills that we need to be plumbers. Stand on the shoulders of giants. The people exactly. who came before you, learn from them. Exactly. I think I think that's the first thing. Why Why is it that the rugby referees are able to get it right in so much that if you ask any rugby fan, they would struggle to think of a time when they got it wrong? I'm sure they'll be able to find something, but they would really struggle. Right, and okay. if I say to you, uh, think of a time they got it wrong. In VAR, you just go. Well, last week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: This week, last week. Yeah. Exactly. During the week. Well, it is. Yeah. It seems every weekend we're talking about it. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And every weekend there seems to be two or three occasions. Um, it, sometimes two or three in a game. Um, and we're trying to fix something without involving. Maybe there are involving experts, but it doesn't seem like it because they seem to be. Uh, trying to go about it in the wrong way. They're even trying to add the sin bin rule before fixing the AR
0: to begin with. Running before they can walk, almost. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah exactly. Um, so I think that's the first thing they need to do to fix it. Before before messing with the, uh, with the rules or how to implement it all, they need to actually get experts it's like they've
0: heard you talking about rugby and think we need more rugby rules before, <laughs> yeah, before exactly. realizing yeah. actually there's other rules that need fixing yeah
1: how would you uh, go about fixing it
0: okay so if VAR is staying i think we should be keeping the objective sort of clear factual decision so goal line technology i think you know that's a it's in or it's out you know it's a goal mm-hmm. or it's not yeah so that's that's very simple assuming the technology's working I think there's been a couple of instances where it hasn't but it's got a 99% success rate or something yeah um, offside again is a objective um, rule in the sense I would change the offside rule I think Arsene Wenger's trying to get it more closer to the old daylight rule that we used to know
1: I think we both like the daylight rule and then
0: there's a clear advantage we shouldn't be penalising we want more goals if anything mm. um, you know so we shouldn't be penalising forwards they've got a really hard job to try and score it's one of the most difficult skills in football according to some people so, yeah. and um, we've always
1: said that when it comes to offsides you need to think of the reason the offside rule came in in the first place it was to stop goal hanging Yeah. so if someone's toenail is offside is that goal hanging of course it's yeah. not so we shouldn't care if there's a, a, a slight difference if the two lines the red and blue line are over the top of each other
0: when it's so marginal, yeah, especially after, it's even more frustrating when it's after, well, any goal, but especially if the goal is something like a a piece of magic or something beautiful, and then that goal's chalked off by some very slim margin. Mm. It's so infuriating
1: from a, you know. It's to make a, a subjective rule objective, isn't it? So with an offside, to make it objective, you have the clear daylight, so whether it's the two lines that they create, there needs to be daylight in between, or there needs to be daylight between the players or whatever. Yeah. You're making a rule objective uh, in argument Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. It's, it's still margins in a sense. wherever the, there's always going to be lines drawn, but yeah. like you say. I mean, if the forward is, if there is daylight between the forwards, yeah. If there's any part of the forward that's still on side, I think is what Arsene is trying to push for. Yeah. Um, then he's on side. Yeah. Or she. So. In terms of that kind of rule, you kind of get it. If if that person is completely in an offside position, there's no part of that person's body that's yeah um, in line with the defend like la- the final defender. Then you ca- okay, that's fair enough. Then all right, yeah. at least you can see there's a clear advantage that striker's is getting in in that sense. Yeah. I feel that would be a little less frustrating. What I would also say is VAR should be what, and I have to side with Big Ange on this one. Um, For for the greater good of football, I have to side with him, and that is, VAR should be for the very rare moments in games. The referee, yeah, the referee. We want judgment. That art is still it still needs to be there. I feel so. The the referee's on the pitch, feeling what's going on, seeing what's going on. If um, he saw the handball and felt it wasn't a handball in the moment, go on without it. VAR can still examine it in the background, but. Only say something if it's absolutely obvious, something really clear and obvious that stands out and say, hold on a minute, you might have missed this, you know? Yeah. Or if it was a foul, something happened behind the referee's back. Those kind of moments. So the 5% of, loosely speaking, of, you know, fouls and in instances. Mm. So we actually won't hear they are for, for most of most games, Yeah. essentially, you know? Yeah,
1: and I agree with that, you know, because um, I, I, I hate to keep... Breaking rugby back into it, but they do it so well. God, he's all about rugby again. <laughs> they, they do VAR so well that it's yeah. become part of the game. So, uh, it's except
0: it's almost It sounds like it's become an extra part of the entertainment. It so really has, yes. Yeah. Can you say about the. When we were chatting about this, and obviously we've been having these football debates for years, haven't we? But yeah. um, you mentioned something about they turn it into a bit of a. Like a, a, a tense the heartbeat. Yeah. You know. Can you so explain that? Um,
1: yeah, so I mean, uh, let's just say um, a high tackle wasn't seen by the ref and it carries on but the VARF sees it um, will just quickly say oh I think we just saw something carry on playing we're just going to look back and they've got a screen Uh, they've got two screens the second screen is five seconds delayed so they could just immediately turn to the other screen Ah, and they can just see it straight away again and they'll go oh yeah that does seem to be a high tackle do you want to see it Um, and the ref has the option uh, he can wait for the ball to go out of play or if he thinks it's not gonna go for a while oh, like then that. he could stop it um, and then again it'll go on the big screen so if every, if all the um, fans are thinking wait, wait, wait why, why is it suddenly stopped and then they see on the screen there's a high tackle going on then it you can feel everyone's thinking Oh, that is bad, and everyone starts talking about it. Um, and and again, th- they're informed, aren't they? They're informed, yeah. yeah. And I've I've sat in um, uh, the the home stand in Bath, and you can hear all the conversations going, "Oh, that is high," or mm. "Oh, no, 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 that's not." Uh, and then, within usually within ten seconds or so, uh, a decision is given. Go back for a yellow card or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's a uh, if a try seems dubious, for example, then. Uh, everyone's looking at the screen. There's a heartbeat going on. Do, 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 Creates boom. that tension. Yeah. So it's another form of entertainment. Yeah. yeah, and uh, then it says try or no try, and everyone can cheer or not. Same in cricket. Exactly the same thing. Uh, it'll say out or not out, and everyone goes. Oh, hey. Similar in tennis as well, isn't it? When the ball same the, thing. Yeah. Know,
0: and the crowd again get involved or they cheer. Or, you yeah, know, and it's. When you I say know it.
1: you can say um, that uh, with tennis, it's more. The objectivity, yeah, it in or it's or in or out, yeah, yeah there's But in terms of the, they've
0: argument. used it as part of the entertainment. It becomes yeah. part of the game in a sense. Yeah, exactly. At the moment, VR, from my, maybe this is an opinion, but it feels like it's not integrated with the game yet. It's something where mm-hmm. it's interfering with the game as opposed to being part of it. Yeah,
1: and again, it's because they seem to be trying to use VR in their own way instead of seeing seeing it work um, for other people. In cricket and in tennis, they've got a um, three strike rule, so the captain in cricket is able to appeal uh, a decision and they'll look back on it and if that if the appeal is correct then he gets to keep those three right lives yeah but if it's incorrect loses it same in tennis uh, as well I believe Um, I'm not saying football should use that but they have uh, corrected VAR to the point that they can just even allow um, the players, they entrust the players, to make their own appeals. Okay, so drawing
0: this into a close then, so the kind of key learning um, goals we've kind of taken from this, the key kind of learning outcomes if you like,
1: mm.
0: bring in the experts for yeah. a start into football, from other sports, yeah. let's listen to them, let's see what they're getting right, how they've solved their problems and see yeah. what can be translated into football.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, use it as an entertainment, involve it in yeah. football. As opposed to interfering with, actually involve yeah. it.
1: Keep everyone informed as well. Keep um, everyone informed. It's yeah, the third show one. It on the screens. Yeah. Um, also, the um, uh, the the first point I mentioned uh, respect. If you show respect in all levels, then a decision will be respected. Okay. So, if you if you allow fans, coaches, players, everyone You're... to disrespect everyone. And this is not taking away from the passion. Well, one way or another then,
0: um, whether you side with me and want to get rid of VAR, or whether we're forced to keep it, and you believe with Captain Logic over there, yeah. um, we've fixed it, haven't we? Either so. way, yeah. option A or option B, we've provided a better solution.
1: Yeah, and I think this is a... When you listen to other pundits and on talk Tour and everything, you'll probably notice that not many people actually give fixing solutions just make it simple <laughs> make it simple yeah so we need to just simplify do it better yeah. yeah so if you hear any other pundits or other podcasters mentioning certain certain things about var being wrong but not actually giving a solution then uh, point them to us we'll 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 let them know what the what they're doing wrong and how we can fix it for them yeah we'll we? show them the light won't we yeah yeah this is the only way i suppose that things will progress in football because uh, football is waiting for us.
0: You could Actually, we could let our listeners know one of the Cecilisms. was something you say a lot. What, what Do you remember what that is? No. I think you'll find... Oh. You, you say that to me a lot, anyway.
1: That is true, because um, because I think you'll find uh, a yeah, exactly. lot of things you say are wrong.
0: It's the way you say it as well, so it has that punch to it. So, um, yeah, just let any other pundits or anyone else know if they you know, aren't sure how to fix it. I think you'll find the uh, Football is Fixable Alright podcast... Uh, they
1: have the solutions. Have the solutions, absolutely. Um, Great. Well, thanks for listening to us. Follow us on Spotify, and uh, yeah, we're also on. Um, we're Instagram, aren't
0: we now? We are. And um, what's the other one as well? We're on. We're <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: it. That's it. <laughs> we're that also it's, uh, LinkedIn as yep, well.
0: LinkedIn, you'll find it. Yep, we've got pages all over the place. Uh, please do follow us and uh, sign up to notifications. All that kind of stuff.
1: What's our next next episode?
0: Um, oh that's a good point uh, what was our next is, episode is it refereeing is it refereeing so we um, yes it might be refereeing <laughs> excellent um, smooth smooth transition that was there. that was brilliant yeah,
1: Not yeah scripted. we'll be looking it at, at uh, all. no no we'll be looking at refereeing next week don't you worry we'll so, fix it and, and by the way
0: that's another big one isn't it because people mm. seem to be you know have every weekend that comes up doesn't it so yeah. what's we've, higher than a knighthood We've. oh yeah what is higher than a presidency <laughs> Can you be president of the UK? Does that work? Yeah. Um, oh, king, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have to be Jack first. But, um, so, yeah. So, some of these solutions, by the way, um, we've been discussing in the past loads of times, but we haven't copied anyone. So, these are our fixes yeah. to, to VAR. Yeah. Whoever
1: whoever else said it stole it from us um, prior to us recording this.
0: Yeah. Yeah exactly yeah. they just didn't know they stole it from us Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. but they yeah. did so yeah thanks very much for listening as always um, and yeah we'll see you next time bye bye